going to talk about Brian Williams? Oh uh, man, we can. You know, he's he's always a, a topic of conversation. <laughs> always. All right, Derek Williams here with Eyeball Radio and 90.7 WVAS. Here with head coach at Iowa State University, Steve Prone. How you doing today, coach? I'm doing good, man. Thanks for having me on, Derek. Hey, hey coach, thanks for giving us the time right now. Uh, coach, we know what the, the, the state of the nation is, or, or basically the world is right now, with this coronavirus, uh, also known as COVID-19. And for you directly, it has it has changed a lot in the state of college basketball. Uh you guys play in the Big 12, and the Big 12 tournament was canceled just like every other tournament, including the men's and women's NCAA tournament. Coach, kind of, what are your thoughts on what's going on, and do you think uh, the right decisions were made to cancel the rest of the season? Yeah, unfortunately, um, as tough it is for all these student-athletes, because March Madness is such a special time of year, and it's you work your whole life to get there, and it's an unbelievable time. Um I think the leaders and the administrators made the, the correct decision. The number one, if you can ask for one thing in life, people want to be healthy and, and make sure they're safe. And I think by doing, by going to these measures, I think they're doing what they think is best to ensure all of our safety uh, as we go forward and fight this, fight this disease uh, together. Uh, I'm actually, as I'm talking to you right now, I'm waiting to meet with my administration here uh, in about 30 minutes just to kind of go over the landscape. Our kids are on spring break right now, but where do we go from here? When you talk about classes, when you talk about the spring, spring recruiting, all those different factors. And so obviously it's very unfortunate for the student athlete, but without question, I think the best decision was made for the health of all health and well-being of everybody involved. And, and coach, I'm, I'm glad you said that about recruiting because uh, you guys lost in the first round of the Big Tarot Tournament in uh, one of the games. So you guys' season was, was, was over with already. Uh, but kind of talk about how going into the recruiting stage and now this is the time you guys really hit the road, get out and see prospects, and they've also shut down for the time being the AAU circuit where you guys be able to get out and see a lot of these players. Uh, kind of talk about the differences in recruiting that is going to be now that uh, this coronavirus has kind of put everything at a halt. Well, I just talked to all my assistants today because I, I didn't really have anybody in the office today, so I just contacted all my assistants uh, by the phone uh, because a lot of things, even in the last 48 hours, have changed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, our, we had a game plan to where, hey, if we win the conference tournament, we're doing this. If we lose on Thursday, we're doing this. If we lose on Wednesday, we're doing this. And then Tuesday, my one assistant says, hey, we can't go to the Nebraska State Tournament anymore. Uh, and then from there, um, you know, you know, Hutch, the junior college tournament, uh, was postponed to April 20th. Uh, and then the other state tournaments that we were planning on going to this coming week uh, were canceled or, or not allowing any of the uh, outside of immediate family members into the gym. And so, um, you know, you just kind of had to pull back on recruiting. And then initially it was, hey, Iowa State, we weren't allowed to go off campus or have anybody on campus uh, until about April the 1st. Now they've made a mandate through the NCAA that just came out April 15th, no recruiting on or off campus. And so talk to all my staff about that to where we just got to do everything. Uh, everybody's fighting the same situation. We just have to do a great job of uh, continue to develop relationships and sell our program over the phone um, until things, you know, until we can all see things a little bit clearer mm-hmm. as we get into the middle of April. And, and and that's a good thing. I, and I'm sure um, one thing that, that a lot of coaches 
dread is social media. And now that we're in this state of of unknown, social media is probably going to be a big recruiting tool for you guys because that's that's the way you know a lot of kids these days communicate. Uh, so is that some a way that you and your staff have talked about that a way you're going to go to be a, be able to reach out to um, prospects? Yeah, and we do that already. Whether it's social media, you got Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all the different. Uh, I'm probably missing a couple of them um, <laughs> because I don't do them all. My assistants may do all of them, but I just do a couple. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then obviously the phone and FaceTime and text message. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we just got to do a great job um, because we 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 we've got a couple scholarships to fill this spring, and so we've got to do a great job in in figuring out ways to recruit. And then also the guys that we're in good shape with in 2021 continue to do a great job with those guys over the phone because we may, we we're not able to see them in their state tournaments and possibly not be able to see them uh, in that April window of recruiting that uh, the AU weekends that we've had in the past. Mm-hmm. And, and coach, uh, speaking of, of, of the team that you have coming back for next year, um, how are you going to stay in touch with those guys and, and kind of what are your plans going forward with the guys that you have returning? <laughs> Well, it, you know, fortunately, we went right on spring break from the tournament. And so guys left with their families right from Kansas City or they came back to Ames and then went home. Uh, so everybody's at home right now. Uh, I sent a message out um, through, through the phone to all the parents yesterday of kind of where we were and what, what, what situation we're in right now and what we're thinking about going forward. Um, and then I touched base just to let them know Hey, we'll talk to you guys. Give me till about Monday or Tuesday. Let me sit down with administration so we can give you more in-depth uh, information on where, you know, we're going to where our kids are supposed to get back on the 22nd. That was the end of spring break. But now does that extend further? And when does that extend to? And how are we going to handle doing classes online? Um, so there's a lot of different things that we've just got to stay in touch with these guys on a, on a, you know, every couple day basis just to keep them updated and keep their families updated. And so we talked to all of them yesterday and then I'll, I'll meet with my administration day and then I'll follow up most of the families, you know, Monday and Tuesday to give them the next, next phase of, of where we, where we want to go with this. And coach, I'm sure, uh, I'm sure as, as we all do, we agree with, um, we agree with the NCAA putting a halt to the NCAA tournament as tough as it may be because we're so used to that at this time of the year but do you think that it, at any point that it could have been handled differently or are you in complete agreement with what the uh, decisions the NCAA made yeah I mean I'm in complete agreement um you know, I just don't know if there was any other better way to do it I mean I like I touched on earlier the number one thing is uh is the safety and well-being of all our student athletes but not just not the student athletes, coaches, administrators, fans, the workers, mm. uh, all the people that play a big part in it. So what's the best um, thing for everybody involved? And, you know, as a coach, you tell these players, this is what makes it tough. As a coach, you're going to coach several years. As a player, you only have a small window. And you've got a lot of guys that obviously have earned the right to play in March Madness. That just makes it really tough. Um but long term, if people are safe and healthy, um, we'll all be better for it. Yeah, and coach, just this is just an opinion question, kind of sorta. I know you guys' season had ended, but for the ones that were continuing on at the at this time, and and their seasons have ended, what do you think those coaches? What was the message you think those coaches relayed to those seniors who woke up one day and just like that 
all the blood, sweat, and tears they have poured into that program for two, three, or four years is now over. What do you think the message is, or what would the message have been for you to your players if you had been faced with that situation? Well, you, I talked to a couple coaches who had to have that, that won their regular season, and then their teams hadn't finished their conference tournament yet, and how tough those meetings were. Our women's coach, uh, they just beat Baylor on the last day of the regular season. Mm. Uh, they're the number four seed. They were going to the NCAA tournament. He talked about how tough that that locker room was. And so when you get it taken from you and it doesn't finish on the floor, uh, especially when you've had a special year, um, it's got to be tough to walk into that locker room and tell these seniors that, hey, you're not going to get a chance to win a conference championship. You're not going to get a chance to play in March Madness. Mm. Um, and so, uh, but you've got to sit down and explain to them the reason why it's, you know, when you tell kids things, you have to also tell them the why so they understand it. And, uh, and though it's tough, you know, hopefully in the long term they'll understand it. But obviously those locker room scenes had to be very emotional, very tough, especially for guys that have put four or five years into that program. Yeah, Coach, and I know the, I, I, I know you have your teeth sunk in. You're a head coach at a Power 5 Division One school, and so you're not able to see a lot that goes on outside of the work that you do every day. But in the case of the NBA, uh, on your staff you have a coach, David Hobbs, who – who coached for the Utah Jazz for five years, and the Utah Jazz are at the center of this entire epidemic kind of sort of of the NBA being shut down. What are your opinions about decisions the NBA made, and do you think at any point in time they will come back and, and play that NBA season? Well, I think the first thing, I think the NBA, I think they kind of led the way to where once that situation happened with Rudy and, and then Donovan, and hopefully those guys are, are, are doing well and mm-hmm. getting the, the, the treatment now. We actually have one of our former players, George Nying, that you know, was tested and, and, and was cleared of, mm-hmm. of anything, and so that was very fortunate for him. Uh, but I think that kind of spearheaded everybody to just kind of take a step back and say, hey, this thing is, is moving a little bit quicker than we thought. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's, make, let's make the right decisions by everybody. And so – It'll be interesting to see if uh, if the season comes back. Um, obviously, I think I heard Adam Silver say he's going to give it about 30 days and then, you know, look at it again. And so, you know, hopefully it does come back mm-hmm. uh, because obviously the sports uh, sports help heal uh, and they give everybody an outlet. Uh, and so, hopefully, we we can get it rectified to where they can they can come back, even if it's just to go right into the playoffs. Um, you know, because they are about you know almost three quarters of the way through. Yeah, and Coach, I appreciate you taking the time. This is Derek Williams here on Eyeball Radio on WVAS with uh, head coach at Iowa State, Steve Prone. Coach, last question for you. Um, do you believe, in, in your opinion, uh, if the NBA is to come back, uh, do you think it is a, a, a exact science to how they should play it? Should they just do a, a – I know it's kind of hard to answer the question, but should they do a, a shortened season or should they just go straight into the playoffs a, a, as the seedings are right now? What is kind of your opinion on that? <clears throat> I would think I think the almost the playoffs are set if you really look at one through eight. If you look at it right now, the ninth seed in both conferences I think are a couple games behind. Mm-hmm. To where I think if it if it lasts another month, I think you almost just say, hey, we're going to go right into the playoffs uh, and then go from there. The only thing, obviously, there's a lot of teams bumbled up in the uh, in both the East and the West seeding wise, but I don't think they many people would. You know, if they were the, I had the opportunity to go play and play in the playoffs. I don't think anybody'd be too caught up in the seeding. They'd be more just glad they're getting the opportunity to play and and then let let the let the best team win from there. So hopefully they can get that figured out over the next month or two. Yeah, and coach, uh, I 
I'm remiss, but earlier you said you did mention uh, George Yang, uh, one of your former players, is uh, currently in the. Have you had a chance to speak with him since? since I that? just yeah, I just no, I just text him to say, hey, I heard you're okay. Really glad to hear that. And he just texted me back. You know, thanks so much, Coach. Uh, I just want to make sure he was okay and, and he's in good good spirits and doing well. Awesome, Coach. Hey, well, Coach, I, I know this was on very, very, very short notice, and I know you have a meeting with your administration. I want to say thank you for taking the time out to come and talk to me, and hopefully we'll get a chance to talk again here very soon after you get more information. I'll hopefully give you a call back, and we can do it again. Yeah, no problem. Tell your brother I said hello. Tell Brian hello. I will do it, Coach. Thanks very much. Thanks, sir. All right, bye-bye.